This is Isaac Kushner alongside Benjamin Winters for the fourth episode of Respect the Call. In this episode, we're going to be talking about what would be going on in the NBA if there was no coronavirus. We're talking about some Bradley Beal trade rumors, um, some new NFL proposed rules, some Mike Tyson, um, some some throwbacks to last year, what, what we're missing, what we're missing especially around this time during coronavirus, what's trending up, what's trending down, and who's back. Let's get into it. Okay, Ben, right now, the date is May 25th, right around when the NBA is starting to hit its peak. You wait this entire 82-game season, some first-round sweeps, some second-round sweeps, and now we're in the Western Conference, close to finals time period. And if you're an NBA fan, this, this is just the best time. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, by this time, you would have probably, most fans would want to see the Lakers and Clippers about to show down, Kawhi vs. LeBron, and on the East, you'd... Either have maybe the Celtics and the Bucks, or the Bucks. It definitely be the Bucks, but the Bucks and the Raptors. Um, so yeah, it would definitely be more, definitely more interesting than this, and would would attract so many fans, so many viewers. And it just you wonder what could have been um, had this all not happened. Uh, could LeBron have reached his fourth title? Could could Giannis finally lead the Bucks? Could Jason Tatum and the Celtics make it to the finals? Can Kawhi muster another? Another championship run with this with the Clippers. I mean, you never know, but would have been would have been exciting to watch. Yeah, it just honestly sucks because like everyone kind of goes through the NBA NBA regular season like half asleep, like nobody cares. But all the talk, all the talk about NBA is always about when it hits the Western Conference Finals. As soon as Kawhi and Paul George later landed in the landed uh, with LA. Um, Immediately, every, everyone, everyone was like, just like, yeah. okay, so now, like, let's come on, let's wait for the Western Conference Finals, Lakers versus Clippers, whoever whoever wins that series is probably going to win the title. But the Bucks kind of emerged this year as kind of a potential threat. But ultimately, in my opinion, I don't think they'd, they'd be able to do anything. To me, Giannis is he's a great player, but I just think he's so limited in the playoffs by his play style of going so quickly. And when the playoffs, when the playoffs basketball slows down, and I just don't think he'd be as effective. So I. As far as as far as what I think would be happening right now if the NBA was continuing to go on, I just I don't think people would be seriously seriously considering the Bucks being uh, an NBA Finals favorite. I mean, I agree in that sense um, that the Bucks would not be an NBA favorite, but I still think Giannis could steamroll through steamroll through the NBA playoffs. What I think is holding the Bucks back is Chris Middleton. I mean, Chris Middleton. Don't get me wrong; he's an All Star. He's barely but, an all-star. He's barely an all-star. Your second star can't be Chris Middleton. Your third star can't be Eric Bledsoe. Your center can't be a Lopez. You know what I mean? Look at the Lakers. Their second star is Anthony Davis, a top-ten player. Look at the Clippers. Their second star is Paul George. Yeah. You need you need that second star who could be a number one star. Like for example, if Damian Lillard would leave a team. I mean, Chris Middleton. I think. I think just think Chris Middleton's kind of a bum, and the only reason why he even gets like shoot. like like why he gets he doesn't he doesn't shoot well in the clutch. People know he always chokes late in games. I just think like for me to consider him an All Star caliber player is is kind of more of a stretch. He just doesn't really seem like even like he seems kind of just like a glorified Danny Green. Like is he that much better than Danny Green? To be honest, he's big, he's definitely bigger than Danny Green. I think I just think he I just think he gets more looks than people. 
then people because he's the story. second star in the Bucks. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't see him as an elite player. And like as we're going to soon talk about Bradley Beal, like Bradley Beal's a thousand times better than Chris Middleton. And anybody who disagrees with that obviously does not watch basketball. No one agrees that Chris Middleton is better than Bradley Beal, but yet Chris Middleton was given the All Star nod over was, Bradley Beal. I was Beal. pretty upset. I mean, right as that All Star time period hit, I actually went to a Wizards game um, with you. We sat. Um, we got close. We we started up high, but then we moved down. And I think Bradley Beal scored forty eight. It was versus the versus the um, Nets. Yeah. And ousted Kyrie Irving. Great performance from him. And you heard the crowd. They were like all star, but he was already snubbed by then. And everyone's like, "How are you watching this man and not seeing a not an all star caliber starter?" I mean, do you think he's better than Trey Young? I think he's definitely better than Trey Young. I think Trey Young. They they literally averaging the same amount of points. Um, it's just that Trey Young has a little more flair to his game. I guess Obviously, you could call Trae him a baby Steph Curry. Yeah. They both averaged around 30. Bradley Beal finished the year averaging around 30, 30 points a game. And I don't know what Trey Young's Trae numbers are, but they're, they're around those. Trey Young an absolute liability on the defensive end, and his team was the worst in the league. And you can't argue that Trey that Bradley Beal had a lot more help than Trey Young because he truly didn't. I mean, he, he, you, the, you, could, you could argue that he had less help. For starters, they're different positions. They, um, But Trey Young did get the nod to start the All Star game. Did he start as a shooting guard or a point guard? It was Kembo, so actually you might have started as a shooting guard. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, but what I what I noticed about Bradley Beal is that, and him and Devin Booker, because they were both they were both essentially snubbed from the All Star game, is that they they excel with talent with no talent that surrounds them. So imagine if you put Bradley Beal on the Bucks with Giannis, with Eric Bledsoe, with with Lopez, how more successful with Ilyasova, how more successful he would be. Yeah. And what sucks for Giannis is that if this Bradley Beal thing is true, like, Giannis, you're not coming out of the East. If KD's even 80%, you're not coming out of the East with Bradley Beal, Kyrie, and KD. You're just not. I don't think the trade will come through because I think the Wizards the Wizards GM has a little bit of... A little bit a, of sense. A little bit of sense. I don't think he'll trade Bradley Beal. He obviously knows what a talent he is. He watches him every single day. But, you know, there's some Giannis Warriors talks, and I don't know, maybe Bradley Beal heads to the Nets. Giannis is like, Chris Middleton, you're a bum. You suck. I'm out of here. Lopez, you're washed. I'm out of here. Who would you take in that series? The Nets or the the Nets or the Warriors? Let's just say the Nets per se. The Nets had the Nets had KD, Kyrie, and Bradley oh, Beal. Oh. The Warriors had Curry, Thompson, and Giannis. Oh, I think I think then I'm gonna go Warriors. Really? I think Still? Curry's a better, way better point guard than Kyrie Irving. Um, I think Kyrie is overrated because of his like special fancy moves. I think he's definitely uh, I think he's definitely a top five point guard, but he's glorified because of that. He thinks he's a bad leader. Um, That's for sure. And then I think Clay Thompson and Bradley Beal. I would give I would give the nod to Clay because of his three ball. He's also and a better defender. Also a better defender. And then Giannis is better. As I don't think Kevin Durant will come back at hundred percent. An ACL tear. That's just unlikely. He'll come back at hundred percent. And Achilles. I think he had Achilles. And I think Giannis at hundred percent um, to an Achilles to, to coming off an Achilles injury. Uh, Kevin Durant. That's just. I think I'm giving that nod to the Warriors. Can you imagine the NBA of the Lakers, Clippers, Nets, Warriors? It'd be absolutely insane. The West would be unbelievable with like legitimately I know. three. Like that might like that's an unbelievable team, right there. Also, um, would the would the Warriors have to use a draft pick or if they use Andrew Wiggins to get him? Mm. I mean, or what would it be I saw. A, would it be just be a free agency signing? What I, well, yeah, he's going into free agency this year, twenty twenty one. What I saw though, the Warriors want to keep Wiggins, which I don't, I don't 
I don't potentially agree with Wiggins, that. I think Wiggins kind of Wiggins could be like a nice little fourth option for that te- a fifth option for that team. Yeah, I just with Draymond with the, Green. With the, he could be like this, a nice and with this draft pick. Yeah, with this draft. If they can keep Wiggins this draft pick, they could that team with Jan with Giannis. If if we're if we're thinking in the hypothetical. Yeah, that team would probably be Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, best team of all time. Um, and then you have Andrew Wiggins in the small forward. Could have Giannis, Ball, you could put Giannis, Anthony Edwards, Giannis James Wiseman. James, we could put James Wiseman at center. I could have Andrew Wiggins coming off. The, it's just it's too much to fathom. Staggering. Even to have that team. But I think, yeah, Bradley Beal heads to the Nets. I don't know what you would give the Wizards out convince them. Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, and uh, Dinwiddie. And yeah, I'd take Dinwiddie. I mean, Six, that's, nine point that's, that, that's ultimately believing that Bradley Beal won't resign. Which I don't know. I guess he's he's definitely he can't definitely can't be happy with the situation right now in Washington. But I think he'll wait to see what John Wall s- comes back like. You think he'll come back as the same player he was? Um, I don't know. He hasn't put in a long time. I definitely have to see. That's something I just I can't predict. It's just been too long. What, how did he get injured? He fell fell in a bathtub. Yeah, that just has to be how? like what that like you hate to see and you just see you have to see athletes get injured in dumb ways that don't have to do with the sport. It's like. Come on, dude. Like, you're, you're getting paid so much money. You're going to go out and trip one down the job, stairs. Yeah. You have one job. Just, like, stay healthy. And that's why, actually, a lot of a lot of players have, like, in their contracts, they can't, like, I mean, they can't play. If they get injured playing basketball, they get injured doing something else if they're not a basketball player, then they don't get paid. Yeah, that's I hear I that. Like, you stay healthy. It's a lot harder, e- easier said than done in, in a game. Like, for example, in football, in basketball, where you're constantly moving. But in your own house... You slip and and what what did he do? His Achilles, right? I think he slipped. I mean, I'm not I'm I'm, I'm I'm not gonna disrespect John Wall. I mean, everybody slips. I mean, I guess he's probably already coming off an injury, but it just sucks to see a dude just like just like not even injured through the game of basketball just by kind of his own clumsiness. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. also just the frustration of a player. Like, if I was that good at basketball, like I'm getting hyped for my comeback, and all of a sudden I slip on the stairs, that has to just devastation. Yeah, that's devastating. So now I'm gonna move on. To some NFL, not much NFL buzz going around. Everything's been kind of quieting down with with all the with all the arrests, uh, adultery um, with Earl Thomas. Things are quieting down, but there's a new proposed rule apparently going around that if you're down in a game and you don't want to do an onside kick, because as we know, onside kicks have been not have successful. been very unsuccessful lately. So you could go for a fourth and fifteen on your own twenty-five, I believe, and if you convert it. Then you go on. I guess you start. I guess from wherever you caught that pass to, to continue a fourth and fifteen. But if you don't get it, then your other team gets to take over from wherever you couldn't uh, complete that fourth and fifteen. So Ben, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think about the proposed rule? Do you like it or not? Yeah, um, I'm actually in favor of it. Um, as you can tell, the onside kick rule, the onside kick um, is just plummeting in success. It was at 20% in around around 21% in 2000, I think 2010, and by 2019, 2020, it's at a staggering low 5%. I want is that because like, is that because the kickers can't do anymore, or people can recover it a lot easier? I think teams are starting to adjust and realize where the kicker is most likely going to hit it, and just put their best team. Like you don't see it's not special team. It is a special team hands, but you also see Julio Jones go out there for the Falcons when they want to return it. You see the, your best hands guy out there sort of return it. So teams are adapting. Yes, you, have your, you, you, put your, you just put your best hands guy out there? Yeah, I mean, surprise onside kicks. Uh, the famous one, take the Saints, for example, um, caught the Colts off guard. 
Sean Payton to start the second half in the Super Bowl. Who is that? Who is is, is I believe there's an Asian kicker for the Falcons. Who yeah, did two in one game. He, I think he did three, three in a row. I think um, that's that, unbelievable. That's unprecedented. Yeah, you if, don't, you if don't I was that. a fan for the other team, I'm like, how can you not recover it after the third try? At one point, like, how do you just not return? That's that's unbelievable to me that they couldn't do but that. The fourth, see, the fourth and fifteen rule. What I what the thing I'm I like most about it, and I heard Colin Coward say, is that it puts the stars on the field. You're putting the people who who everyone recognizes. You're putting Patrick Mahomes on the field. You're putting Tom Brady on the field. You're putting. Russell Wilson on the field, those guys to make the play. You're not putting the kicking team. You're not putting mm. a random wide receiver whose who's only playing time is to run down and tackle the guy. You're yeah. putting the players who are making the big bucks, and you're letting them make the make the decision for the fate of, of the team. The thing is, I do agree that no doubt it would make the game more exciting. I think there's a lot of things that make the game more exciting. But at one point, you have to keep the game to a certain level to maintain that it's football. Yeah. At one point, you have to keep the identity of football, and there's a lot of things that would make the game more exciting in the NFL. There's a lot of little tweak rule changes, like you could go for three points on an extra, after you score a touchdown, like and they do like in the AFL, XFL. I don't know how they do you're it. You're saying you're saying this is more like an XFL type of. It's of, yeah. It seems it seems yeah. like a very XFL rule, and I think it, XFL has to do that because they don't have the, they don't have the, they don't have the talent and the stars to do that. So they just, they have to make up kind of crazier rules yeah, people, so pop. people can watch. But I definitely believe that at one point there's so much things like if you're let's say let's say let's use a baking example. Let's say you're baking a cake. Sugar, you want to add sugar, but if you if you add way too much sugar, the cake won't taste good. Mm-hmm. So the NFL has a lot of has a lot of good rules, um, like moving the extra point back, um, like making uh, making the return yard line to 25. They have good rules, but once you start like kind of messing with the identity, in my opinion, of football, mm-hmm. like making it a fourth and 15, like that just doesn't look like football anymore to me. I definitely think it would um, it would be it would generate buzz, but it just doesn't become football. I think it honestly becomes too easy to come back. Mm-hmm. Just you're if you just continue going for fourth and fifteens, like Patrick Mahomes is gonna be getting those. Yeah, exactly. You just I mean you just add a plain offensive minded coaches are gonna be overpowered. With yeah, this, off- my, offensive minded coaches are definitely rubbing your hands yeah, together. Yeah, definitely. Very excited. Okay, now let's move on to the boxing world. Not really, I guess, a current boxer. I don't really know what to call him, but I guess you could say semi-retired. But Mike Tyson was offered $20 million for a charity fight, and I saw the video. Mike Tyson is scary. Like, I knew. I watched some of his old highlights of him boxing, but right now, I think he's around in his 50s. He has to be the best 50-year-old boxer of all time. There's never, like, the videos of him... The speed that he's punching is crazy. I mean, not even that. He must be the best 50-year-old in shape. Have you seen the man? He looks like he's 25. You don't you, like you don't see that a, a baseball player in that in that shape at that that late well, in his career. Mike Mike Tyson actually used to be fat. Like in, I just saw in 2009, he was like he was out of shape in this like these next 10 years, he just like grinded and became ripped and now looks like to me I'm not really a boxing or like any fighting uh, specialist, but it looks like he can hang in the ring with anyone. That's probably a very terribly wrong statement, but to me, it just looks like I don't see anybody like beating I mean, that guy in a ring. I mean, being fifty, stamina and and fatigue is definitely going to come into play. But I mean, the body physique and the the power that he that he can throw with a punch. I'm also not, I don't pay attention to a lot of boxing. I watched Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor. I paid for that. So you're um, so you're like so basically like every single yeah, other person. Yeah, I'm like, you're I'm not like a bo- every other person. You for sure like I hate those people that that watch one fight and then and, act, and, and then kind of like act like they're like an MMA or like 
boxing kind of guy because you're not like like they they like they like to think like oh like they're more unique because like oh I watch MMA I watch mm-hmm. boxing like oh you know this like no you don't you watch literally the most like generic like yeah. everyone watched McGregor Flemeth and if you didn't Flemeth. I don't know what you were doing that Saturday night but I think I think Mike Tyson he, he how much did you say it was offered twenty million I think it's for charity but Jeez. I want like how much money would you have to be paid if you wanted to if get, you would if with him to, yeah to to fight Mike Tyson. I mean, it might cost me my life. Because I think, to be honest, I'm a little, I'm definitely a little bit bigger than you. But I think if he hit where you once, you would probably die. Just he'd probably shatter your skull. I would say at your size. Not, not saying men's extremely small, but yeah, you are pretty small, and that you'd probably, you'd probably be shattered. I mean, how many punches, my my how many brain would probably be shattered. How many punches do you think it'd take you to 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 knock to for him to knock you on your on your side? Um, I think I'd be able to last two. Two. I mean, maybe I think I think you die at one. I think I'd die at like two or three. I mean, ultimately, I think the only way I could probably like even fathom trying to beat him, I would just probably, run away. It's probably it's a ring, idiot. You can't run away from a ring. It's literally designed so you can. I'd probably try to nut shot him. Nut shot him. So like, you get kicked out. I would be kicked alive though. I would be. I would be alive though. I would be alive, alive and I would still. If Mike Tyson falls to the floor, like no one cares what you did. You made Mike. You made Mike Tyson fall. You're a champion. No. No. Yes, totally. if you nut shot Mike Tyson, agree. you'd be praised. So don't agree on that. So you think that if someone got Definition in the ring with Mike Tyson, you'd be considered a ch- you'd be considered a cheap shot kind of guy. You wouldn't be considered. You wouldn't be paraded. Yeah, beat the man. Beat him. I mean, I'm I'm in no position to say this, but if if you're getting in the ring with him, that's the expectation that you're gonna win. So so beat him. No, but let's say let's say let's say I was offered a lot of money. I'm gonna go for the nut shot. To me. I, would you say so, Ben? You would you at your side. I'm not getting you, in the ring. Also, the nut shot. The nut shot is actually for Ben's height. You're like five seven. Five seven, yeah. Five eight, five five seven, five 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 four. Mm, don't. So nope. you could. I don't know. I let me look up how tall Mike Tyson is, because that like the angle that you could go for that nut shot, I that think, could be huge. I he's mean, five ten. I'm totally. He's not, a little bit short for he's you. Shorter to than go, you. Shorter than you, right? Shorter than me. So the nut shot wouldn't really work. I guess I, I could mean, use a. If I would, would you, would you, would you punch it or would you, would you use your legs? What I'm not gonna you, bite it. Like what, what no, you, I'm what saying I'm, I'm obviously you wouldn't bite it. That I don't know why I even say that. I don't think anybody was thinking that. That's you're canceled on the podcast. I'm saying you either use your foot, let's say you lift up with your foot, or you just go straight no punch. I think if the second I'm in the ring, I don't like Isaac. You think you could literally maneuver yourself out of the way from him? Take I maybe I purposely get myself pinned for the nut shot. Isaac, once you're pinned, I'm he's tr- blasting your brains. It doesn't matter. You said two punches, and Dude, you're done. Dude, no matter how strong a man, a strong kick to the nuts, he's down. But would you think, I'm like, I'm probably going to be getting calls from UFC, Dana White probably saying, like, hop in the ring right now. Hop in the ring so right now with Mike Tyson. So when I, once I receive that call after this okay. podcast, I have to start be preparing right yeah. away. So do you think I go hands? I think hands is too easy of a block. You, I think I'm gonna go. Okay. And I'm gonna go. You're I'm suspended just, either way, Mister UFC. So no more I fights think, for you I, once you do it. Uh, yeah, I'm not planning to have a career in the UFC. Uh, I'm not. So, think I'm gonna gra- so Dana White's I, I just calling. I think I would grab onto his shoulders and then use my knee. Confirmed. Um, so I have to go practice that after that. Maybe yeah. grab onto something. How much use money? My knee. How much money? How much money are you gonna take to get in the ring? It's not even the, like to get in the ring. Like I don't know what Dana usually do. Like Dana usually gives me around 18, 20 when he wants. You said this year. What's your name again? Isaac Kushner also. Okay, but whatever. So let's continue. I'm fighting Mike Tyson. Tune in. Nut shot him. Don't be surprised once you see it. And I think everyone should respect me for that. 
because no one else was stepping in with Mike Tyson besides me. I'm gonna not shot him. Everyone's gonna everyone's gonna celebrate. I'm gonna be a hero. Let's move on from the nutshell. Okay, what do you think? Now let's move on to something to something a little bit disturbing in my opinion. I think quarantine has gotten everybody a little bit on edge. People have just have straight up people have too much free time. No yeah. nobody should be alone with their thoughts or just like sitting on a couch for that long. Because it gets dangerous. Like one example of this is Dwayne Wade's new haircut. I don't know if you saw it. He just like dyed his hair red. Like you like no sane person who has a job or is doing something currently, like at least more than eight hours a day, thinks to dye their hair red. Only people that literally have a, that have eight more than eight hours of free time. Because that's or just literally at least two brain cells left. I used to respect Dwayne Wade a lot. Great player. I still do, but this definitely like moves him down on like my favorite players list because it just looks disgusting. What are your thoughts on I mean, it? It's just hair. It still looks ridiculous. It's still very Dennis Ryan, Dennis Rodman type. He's giving me off that vibe. And but he, Din Dennis Rodman even commented, he's like, "Nice hair, brother." But Dwayne Dwayne Wade is not Dwayne Wade's not a Dennis Rodman type guy. Dwayne Wade's like a married guy, known as being like a sane kind of like level-headed. And now he's got red hair. I guess maybe it's not a big deal for other people. I think it looks really weird. I, think I guess, I mean, I guess it's at least it's at least Miami Heat colors. Don't get me wrong; it it does look weird. It's not it's not normal to to wake up, go to Instagram, see Dwayne Wade's hair just being red. That's not. I, n I never said I was normal per se, but I mean, it's not like he did something crazy. I mean, it is crazy. It's not like he did something out of this world. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of a little bit more upset, like with his friends, because I don't think Dwayne Wade would just like dye his hair without telling anybody. Mm -hmm. Anybody in a circle should be absolutely fired and replaced. I think I think maybe that was a, that was a stunt that Dwayne Wade pulled to see who was really loyal to him. No, because if you're in Dwayne if you're in Dwayne Wade's circle, like let's say you in Dwayne Wade's circle, let's say somehow you managed to get you're into in the UFC. So what's, no, what's I mean Dwayne like, Wade's circle no, like? okay, but but let's say you're in Dwayne Wade's circle and Dwayne Wade goes, yo, should show, yo Ben, should I down should I down my hair red? You're going. Yeah, man, that's cool. No, you look great in that. No, see, I think Dwayne Wade was testing his circles. I don't. I just don't think he's dumb enough to do that. And I think his entire circle is gonna be removed because they all made the wrong decision. You should have been no Dwayne. You look ugly. Like people. I just think you're think taking you're this a little are, radically. I think. I think I just, it's just you mentioned. No. You mentioned. I think people are bored. I think he's a little fed up with just sitting with no, his regular now, hair. No, but so now, but now I'm dying. thinking about it. Dwayne Wade's too smart. It's 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 a stunt. And his entire circle is getting replaced. He's getting a new circle you tomorrow. Tomorrow, players. tomorrow, I'll wake up and I'll see Dwayne Wade with normal hair. I might call you. You could join his team. Yeah, definitely. So don't see it happening. So don't see it happening at all. Okay, since there's no sports going on, I'm gonna take a little bit look to what was happening um, on May 25th last year, and and this was probably definitely reported back then. But it didn't really catch my eye back then, but. I heard, I saw that Ennis Kanner played the entire Game 7 of the Western Conference semifinals versus the Nuggets fasting. Like, he didn't eat the entire day besides, like, 2 a.m. He woke up to have a meal. He went to that game, which I believe was, like, a 9 o'clock game, and he didn't, he couldn't even drink water during the timeouts, and he played 40 minutes. Was that with the Blazers? Yeah, with the Blazers. Who won, That's, who won that? The Blazers won the Game 7. They continued. They, they they ended up getting swept I think by the Warriors but they he let his he helped his team win a victory while literally fasting and that's to me that's unbelievable considering wow. it's like it's hard for me it's hard for me to do normal stuff without eating and drinking for three hours you think, like you think that's more impressive than the flu game to me no because he had tw he had 12 points and 11 rebounds that's not an amazing stat line and I think like 
I think like having food poisoning or being hungover is probably that's still an uncomfortable feeling. Like that's I mean, not Jordan a, still looked like himself. What do you, you mean? Know what I like mean? Him? Like he didn't. Oh, he was. What do you mean he was looking? Remember, there was like all those videos of him. Like, there was all those videos of him like sweating and like literally looking like. I think just, it's a little over dramatic. I think. I it's, think it's. I, th- I think it's over dramatic. No, I think not drinking he, water is just. How do you? But, how do you okay, even deal but look, with that? look, look at this. Look at this. And t- we can look at we can look at both games from a from a from a stats perspective. But let's look at it. Would you rather be really hungry and thirsty or just feel like total crap? I think Jordan. Like I agree, it definitely wasn't the flu. I don't believe it was food poisoning. I think he was just really hungover. But he felt like crap. Like mm-hmm. he just felt disgusting. Mm-hmm. I think, and then he put up that number. I think he gets more respect for the flu game because yeah, I think I think because it was the flu. Like he fought through it. He fought through something he did to himself. You mentioned you mentioned the stats. It's definitely an important aspect of which, obviously, but Jordan still, had a more successful game. Like with the flu. Ennis Kanter didn't have to do that. Like Ennis Kanter. I guess I guess it's for his religion. So I guess that's different. But like Ennis Kanter, like you're you're not like a marquee guy. Like you you, you could just sit out for that game seven. Don't mm-hmm. put in I guess anybody else. Like. Like I guess Jordan had to play. Like I think, and I think as impressive as it was, I think Ennis was was doing it. I mean, was, 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 doing was already too out. Nurkic was already out. Who who was also uh, on the team? They had Miles Leonard. I mean, Ennis could have played. Like I mean, I think like anybody anybody over seven feet could just stand in the paint. But I guess Ennis. He played. He played. I guess fine. he played. Twelve points. Twelve points. Not bad. I'll take that from a center with Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, and they ended up winning. So yeah, I guess they ended up winning. But to me, that's unbelievable. A lot of respect for Ennis Kanter for just playing through that. I definitely would not have done that if I was like Ennis Kanter's like level of like level that of that player. If I was Damon Lillard, I would have shooted up. I would have played. Mm-hmm. If I'm Ennis Kanter, I'm Muslim. I'm just like, nah. Even if we win this, we're gonna get swept by the Warriors. I'm just gonna like, I'm just not gonna play. Interesting. But okay. So during this quarantine, we've been missing a lot of things. It's definitely nice outside. A lot of people are missing. Uh, nice beach vacations, a lot of camps. But to me, what I'm missing most this week, which I wish I could just play, is spike ball. Um, I just I'm I like I've been seeing videos that spike balls been putting out, and I wish I could be playing spike ball with my friends. It's such a fun game, and it sucks that right now when it's prime spike ball weather, you can't play. Yeah, I mean in the fall, it's also pretty good spike ball weather. I mean you can just go out, play, have fun on a regular afternoon. Four yeah. friends, even more. Rotate games in, games out. Yeah, we actually just got a pro set. So you got a new spike ball set. Yeah, a little disappointing. To that's see. a little bit. In, that's, a little disappointing to see that we got it around like four or five. Yeah, Ben. Ben's family is definitely a spike ball enthusiast family. They have the entire set. I mean, yeah, they're like people, people they're trading. They're very play. serious about it. They like they literally scream at you and beat you up if you touch their ball. But weird time to get a pro set when you can't when you can't touch. No, anyone. we got it. We got it. I no that we didn't get it five weeks ago. We got it so we had this little event. Our spike ball was broken, so we paid a little extra this time to get the. Uh, I guess pro set. I guess little upgrade there to yeah. get the pro set. But it's a little disappointing. I mean, I played a one v- a one v one. Definitely not as fun as. I the think 2v2 I think you have to get. I think you have to get your dad to play because, like, I uh-huh. guess that that I guess like maybe your dad's kind of like your little brother's level. Uh huh. Yeah. And I then you that. and then you have you and Zach and a Mark. I mean, you I and your brother in a Marky matchup. I can't even imagine playing spike ball on the beach right now. The feeling that, that it sounds just, it sounds just unbelievable. Awesome. Like we were playing spike ball. We love we me and my friends. We played that game when it was raining and there was muddy outside, and we were playing that game. So imagine when it was beautiful weather outside. It really sucks that you can't play right now. Hopefully, social distancing ends and we could finally play. Yeah. Spike ball. But another game that's been kind of trending upwards through quarantine is golf and i think a big part of that is the whole panda manning tom brady 
that whole Tiger Woods, um, that whole um, charity event. Yeah. yeah, I thought like that got. I think that got everyone kind of hyped up to play golf again. Like, yeah, golf is cool. Tiger Woods, Tom Brady. That inspired me to go golfing on Sunday. I told my dad I want to go golfing because that just it just sounds cool. Tom Brady, Tiger Woods golfing. I wanted to go. I've actually never been golfing before. I never even to a driving range. Never had the opportunity. Never to a top golf. Never to a thing. But yeah, it definitely looks fun. I mean, it's definitely a more relaxed more, more sport where you can just no. settle down. No, that's that's what you might think. Ease. It's no. it's it's to me. To when I was golfing, it doesn't look intense. It was at all. not. No, it's very intense. It's not relaxing actually. The thing is. I mean, the angles must be the hard to The thing is, play. when I first got up to it, I just like the second time ever golfing, you think you kind of just like hold it like a baseball bat and literally just whack it. Yeah. Or go flying. Isn't that what you, that's not I what you do? I guess most people that are amateur, that most people that are like have golf more than three times know that you can't just do that. But once you get it down, once you get that form right and you start getting better, it's really fun just to start seeing the ball go farther. How many, how many feet can you hit it? Like over 200? 200 feet. 200, I can hit over 200 feet. I guess the way the the place I went to was doing it by yards. So I was kind of getting it. I was kind of getting it like a little bit above 100 yards. I don't know if that's good or not for one of the first couple times doing it. I was getting kind of like in the air past 100 yards. So I wasn't letting it roll. I could probably beat that. 100 yards. I I could so see you walking up to the golf thing and, and just missing like, it. Yeah. No, just... not not just missing it. I mean, everyone whiffs. If you say if you say you went to the golfing range and didn't whiff, I don't believe you went to the golfing range. I just don't believe you because the amount of swings you take, you're gonna whiff once. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you if you say you don't whiff unless you're a pro golfer. No, even if you're a pro golfer, you you whiffed once. Obviously, final in your career. final take. Final take. If you didn't whiff golfing, you didn't go golfing. Final take. Slap that. Slap that on. I've never been so. Okay, I'll, I'll definitely have to take you and then make mm-hmm. it so you could hit farther. Probably me. but What's trending down, Isaac? Okay, trending down. You might think, how is this man trending down? He's literally probably the most trending up person if, of up. Probably I'm like, ready for this. So bold. Let me Patrick hear. Mahomes is, is trending down this week. And not elaborate. really for his First, act- elaborate. First of all, I'll elaborate a little bit. Patrick Mahomes, how is he trending down? Super Bowl MVP. Just really awesome dude. Andy Reid's his coach. Just fat chilling right now. Probably going to go win another Super Bowl. Probably going to win another MVP. I mean, having Andy Reid as a coach is just a plus. Even if, even if you're a bad quarterback. Having Travis Kelsey as a wide receiver. It's just, it, he has a sick life. Just got a just, new contract. He just like has to be, he just has an awesome life. I thought he'd be the most paid QB. Yeah. yeah, but you know why he doesn't have an awesome life? Tell me why he's shining down. Because I've ever heard the term saying, you choose your friends, but you don't choose family. And that sums up Patrick Mahomes' life, considering he is a brother by the name of Jackson Mahomes. TikTok... He's not. He's just. He's just a star because of his brother. And people like to make fun of him, but Jackson Mahomes is basically Patrick. Mahomes. So that's why Patrick Mahomes' little brother who makes cringy TikToks. So that's and why Patrick hates Mahomes him. is trending down. Yeah, I couldn't. Okay. I don't believe. I've seen. I've seen the video of Jackson Mahomes fangirling his brother. I've seen that one. Um, it's. But it's that's vi- an interesting take that Patrick Mahomes himself is trending down. I think. Little- I think like I would rather be a little bit worse of a quarterback and not have that weird of a brother. Because, like, imagine having to just, like, say, what's up, brother? And your brother's really weird and cringy. He's just super cringy. People don't really like him. He's kind of hated on the app. And he kind of just uses you for fame. Like, I would rather be... Yeah, I didn't hear about him before. Patrick I Mahomes. would rather be kind of more of a Deshaun Watson-level quarterback, who's still great. But when it's Thanksgiving, I'm not looking across my brother doing cringy TikTok I dances. think every single person in the world would disagree with you. And deal no, with their brother I think and they be seen, at the level of Patrick I think Mahomes. if they've seen Jackson Mahomes... Just do his thing, whatever his thing is. I think it would be no question, no problemo. I think they would definitely choose 
to be Deshaun Watson because Jackson Still Mahomes, no. he's, he's a certified weirdo. Still no. Like underrated. You can deal psych- with weirdos and have and be the best quarterback in the NFL. I guess maybe if you cut off all family ties with his little brother, with his little brother, I think if I was Patrick Mahomes, I'd probably make I'd probably make a deal with my family. We're just gonna block off Jackson. No longer give him anything. No longer give him food, water, and maybe just kill Jackson ultimately, so then I can live the rest of my life Jackson free. I I could not disagree with that point more, but. I mean, Ben, you can't like at, at it's one Patrick point. Mahomes. He should get what he wants. The Chiefs, the Chief, he will, he'll, he'll. Live so you're like, saying hire a hitman? No, I think yeah. the, I think maybe not hire a hitman. That's a little bit extreme. We don't Carol need we don't, we, we don't we don't need Patrick Mahomes going to jail. But I think we should do is I think the Chiefs who should care about Patrick Mahomes' well-being should kind of just like put Jackson Mahomes in kind of this like underground kind of basement in the Chiefs in the Chiefs facilities because Patrick Mahomes shouldn't have to see. His weird little brother, who's underratedly six five, but that kind of adds. And a basketball star. But it, and he, a basketball no, star. no, it adds to his cringiness how tall he is. I don't know if you saw, but it's it's like he kind of like walks like lankily in, uh-huh. and it adds to his cringiness as tallness. So maybe either make him shorter somehow, or I think he has you, to be in an underground I, I chamber. Think you, I think you've swayed me. I think you've definitely swayed me. Yeah, I mean, it's either it's it's either put him in a hostage situation, or I'm choosing Deshaun Watson because. I couldn't like there's a life after, there's a life after football to be honest. Let's, let's, let's say you play 25 years. That's still like 55 more years of Jackson. Let's move and on. And his I, kids. I'm, I'm feeling the grief. Ima- I couldn't even imagine what I'm, Jackson's kids are like. Let's move on. I'm feeling the grief of Patrick Mahomes even listening about Jackson. Patrick Mahomes, if you're somehow listening to this, we feel sorry for you. Um, and if you're Jackson Mahomes listening to this, just leave leave your brother alone and stop making TikToks or just honestly just like just change your last name and just uh, forget about your brother because mm-hmm. you're ultimately ruining. The Chiefs dynasty that's about to happen. Okay, now I want you to the who's back of the week. My who's back of the week is Tony Hawk. I saw a video surface of Tony Hawk. He go he goes to this apartment complex mm-hmm. and there's kind of like this kind of like sketchy un, like just un unfilled pool, I guess, and he just starts like absolutely ripping it up. Like doing whatever like whatever you do in a skating ring, like wheelies, I don't know, like mm-hmm. flips. I don't know. I mean, can you flip in a skating ring? He must have won over a hundred X games or something. Yeah, whatever. Like Probably be- best skater of all time, hands down. He just shows up to your abandoned pool and starts cool. ripping. That's awesome. It's pretty cool. Man of the people, Tony Hawk. I think that deserves a lot of credit. Cool guy. Way to give back to the people by skating in an, by skating in an, an abandoned pool. So then, who who is who is your who is back of the week? So I'm gonna seal my who's back with my orthodontist. Um, thank the actual God, my orthodontist is. Finally reopening, I can finally even conceptualize the thought of my braces finally coming off. Had them on for around, let's say, eight years, seven yeah. years since the fourth grade. Took a year break. I think I think if you don't know Ben, Ben has probably had the longest the streak of having braces of all time. Longest tenor. It's almost braces. like six years, that seven years that he's had braces. I don't think anyone's ever had braces braces on that long. And I think Ben's happy that his orthodontist is coming back because of I think his orthodontist just screws up his teeth, so he's happy that he gets to continue the streak uh, of longest braces. I mean, actually, what happened, Isaac? You're actually more right than you think you are. They they kind of uh, messed up, I think, in phase one of my braces, and therefore it was elongated, and therefore the process took a long a lot. Um, sorry, a lot longer than they thought it would. But actually, I was supposed to get them off this May. Um, but they canceled. Yeah, sure, um, Ben. Sure, I guess. I, guess I was. I was sure. supposed to get. I mean, this is a common myth. That I say I'm getting them off every next month, but I was supposed to get them off this May, 
if I would have gone into the earlier checkups and they would have done something with my teeth. I, I don't know. I'm not an orthodontist. So I assume, so I assume it's going to take a little more while for my mouth to be metal-free, but we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I've been having though. some nightmares because I've had my braces on for two years. Wow. I'm starting to think that I might be becoming Ben with my, with, with my braces situation. You're a little rookie. I mean, seven years is definitely a lot. I definitely think your orth your orthodontist hates you. Mm -hmm. There's definitely a vendetta that your orthodontist has are against you, you. Are you the only UFC player to ever wear braces? No. No? No, no. I mean, I'm like, I guess, I'm not necessarily in UFC. I wouldn't call myself a UFC fighter. That's the proper terminology, not a mm -hmm. UFC player. Mm -hmm. You obviously have not been around the sport a long time. Yeah. I watched I watched Mayweather versus McGregor. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. So, um, yeah, your teeth suck. Definitely yeah. more than now the average they're, Now they're game. amazing. Now they're amazing, but I just got to get the Are they off. amazing, though? Then why don't you... I think you should just take your braces off yourself. Oh. Just pull the plug. No. I think you just take some scissors, no, rather cut the, them off. Rather the professionals deal with it. Rather the professionals deal with it. I mean, are they really professionals at this point? I mean, they haven't looked like it over the past seven years, but I hope I hope they finally take them off this this next time. Speaking speaking of professionals and amateurs, I guess we call Ben an amateur dentist, and you could call orthodontist orthodontist the pros. There's a little bit of there's a little bit of uh, some drama going on now between the G League. And NCAA basketball. You have top stars like Jalen Green and Isaiah Todd, who was, supposed, who was supposed to come on this podcast. So if you're a Respect the Call fan, Isaiah Todd is probably not going to come on because Ben pissed him off in the in the direct messages on Instagram. <laughs> so he doesn't like us, Isaiah Todd. If you're listening to this, please come on. We're a big fan. But yeah, big names like that switching over to the G League. What Day do you think Sean of that Nicks. and how that has to do with the NCAA? Yeah, um... So as of now, uh, before 2022, before high schoolers can actually go into the NBA, I think it's going to affect the the tournament most of all because that's when these athletes get to showcase themselves to the world. But Jalen Green and and Isaiah Todd and Deshaun Nix, like you, uh, like you mentioned, are getting the better end of the steal. Yes, they're missing out on the college experience of an athlete, but they're getting paid six figures to play basketball before they're before, – I mean, they're technically pro. Yeah, they're, I mean they're in the G League and they're they're not they're not playing in the college atmosphere where the you don't get paid. Yes, you're the man on campus, but when you play in the G League, you're you're making six figures at the age of nineteen. You know what I mean? I I, def I definitely agree with that a little bit, but I definitely hope that they televise their game because I want to see Jalen Green because it sucks not not gonna be able to see him play for a team like Auburn or someone else. Memphis, yeah. But I think we're underrating what it's like to be the man. Like, if you're a Jalen Green potential number one pick in the NBA, like, I would just go to college, man. Like, you think so? That has to be... What about be... an injury? But, like, injuries, like, for example. Well, you're still playing basketball for the G League. I think... I just don't think Isaiah Todd... Maybe maybe he doesn't like Michigan. Maybe maybe it wasn't enough for him. Money. The money, you're, you're, getting paid... you're getting paid millions of dollars later on. Do you really need that $500,000 check? The love that no one can, no one's rooting for the local nine hundred five Raptors team. Like the WNBA, WNBA teams might have more traction than G League teams. The one year love. Don't at you want Don't you want? Don't you want to have that NCAA title around? Like Zion was literally the most popular basketball player on the planet for a certain for a few days, and he was in the NBA. I think it's underrated how cool it is just to literally be literally the king of twenty thousand students. I think. Or how, I, many, how many students go? To I think college. this G League problem is only going to last this year and next year because of this new high school initiative to let players go straight from high school. For example, Imani Bates, who actually won Gatorade National Player of the Year, already to head to the NBA right after high school. So I don't think play the top players are going to enter straight to the G League. I think they're, G League, I think they're just going to go straight to the draft. 
But I think as of now, I think it's going to affect the NCAA and maybe not get as much popularity popularity in, in March Madness um, and the regular season games. But definitely, I disagree with you. I think these players are getting the better end of the deal if they hop on the bandwagon and go to the G League and actually get paid that $500,000, $400,000 a year uh, a year while training for the NBA um, around bigger, stronger uh, type players. Okay, I think that will do it for the fourth episode of Respect the Call. And if you would like to be a guest on Respect the Call, email Respect the Call with a capital R5130 at gmail.com. And yeah, we'll try to have you on. And thank you.